How can you tell when it's time to give up on a dream? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And you can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we have a bit of a heavy discussion in front of us. When is it time to give up? When do you throw in the towel? When do you walk away? You can want it as much as you want it, but sometimes it just isn't going to happen. How do you know when you're supposed to hang tight, try something else, and keep at it? And how do you know when it's time to walk away? We've got a real heavy question today, so I'm just going to jump in. Here goes. Heather, I'm pretty far from owning my own business, so you might not want to answer this question. I'm from a small town in Midwestern United States. My community is largely underserved, and when people get in trouble with the law, they're largely dependent on public defenders. I've dreamt of having my own law practice, where I charge people fair rates and ensure that they're given exceptional defense and their rights are protected. I've taken the bar exam twice now, and I'm studying for a third time. I'm losing my way, Heather. A friend is a client of yours and suggested I write to you, but I don't know if this is the scope of what you do. I haven't been studying as I should be. I'm not spending the same time or energy preparing for the test. I feel like I keep saying I have this dream, but I think I stopped caring. I know I've stopped trying. I don't really even know what my question is, but my friend thought you might be a good person to ask for advice. Thanks. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're struggling so hard. You're trying your best. You have the best of intentions and your best isn't working. I completely get it. I know that it must be really hard for you to figure out when is it time to give up? When do you walk away? When do you say, hey, this isn't in the cards for me? That's a really tough call. And in the middle of studying for an exam that sounds pretty miserable to study for from the lawyer friends that I have, I don't know that now's the time to ask that question. But I have a few questions I want to ask you and get you to think about before you answer this, before you consider for a moment, like giving up your studying, giving up everything you've done to this point to get you as far as you've gotten, before you walk away, I want you to just do a little bit of self-examination. I know you've failed the bar exam twice. You wouldn't be studying for it for a third time if you had passed. But my first question is, have you been studying in the same way both times? Because what I'm learning from people in secondary education and graduate level education and a lot of people who take these tough tests, whether it be for the medical profession or the lawyer, you know, or for lawyers in law school, these tests are a beast. And sometimes they have a mind of their own. And sometimes you need a different study approach than what's worked for you in the past to approach these tests. So before you walk away, I want to make sure that you don't have some story about yourself that you're supposed to just be able to show up, look at the study material, go in, take the test and nail it. Because it's my understanding that it's not that simple for people. My next So let's stay there for a second. I was just about to go on a tangent and go to the next point, but let's just stick there for a second. So what I want you to do is I want you to look at the amount of time you've spent studying, the approaches you've tried. Try to figure out for yourself what parts you feel like are setting you up for success and what parts are putting you behind the eight ball and leaving you unprepared. My guess is that 
This isn't as much about your skill set or your ability to be a lawyer as it could be about your study habits. And I'm not saying that you don't have a good work ethic. I'm not saying that you're not trying hard enough. That's not what I mean with study habits. I'm talking about like your approach. Perhaps this type of test is different and you need to be approaching it differently. Before you decide the problem's you and you should just walk away and give up and just move on to a new dream, I want you to make sure that there's nothing you can do in terms of approaching this test differently. My husband's in the medical profession and he just finished his medical training. So I know a little bit about the standardized tests and the licensing things that can go on for these higher level education platforms. But one of the things that I remember is several years ago when he was being matched for his residency and internship programs, um, there's this thing called match day. After students complete their medical school training, they have to get their additional training for their internships and residencies. And I think it's something like the third Thursday in March, all of the students get together and at the same time they find out which program, which hospital they've gotten matched to, where they're going for the next step of their medical training. And I remember one of our friends didn't get matched, um, didn't get an internship, wasn't granted a residency. And our friend didn't tell anybody, kind of dodged the news, didn't share it, didn't ask around because, you know, they were so embarrassed. Um, and I get it, right? Like it's humiliating when you know that you're in a room full of your peers, all finding out where their futures are going to be next and finding out that your future has a little bit of a roadblock and an obstacle. It made sense to me. But one of the things that I told our friend is as long as nobody knows that you're in this stuck spot, nobody can help you get out of it. Sometimes not getting matched is just the luck of the draw. There's more applicants than there are spots to fill. Hospitals need certain characteristics in their team, and they already had your characteristics. They needed something else. There's a lot of shades of gray and a lot of reasons why people don't succeed the first time. That's true for the bar exam, I imagine that there are a lot of different things in play that some people, you know, inherent in their nature, they're going to be set up for success in this test, but other people are going to have a hard time. Um, for example, I wonder if you studied alone versus studied with other people. I'm wondering if you paid attention to making sure that you hadn't like reached the saturation point in terms of your studying. Were you scheduling yourself breaks? Were you giving yourself time off? Did you study for the second test the same? way you studied for the first test? Are you studying for the third test the same way you studied for the first two? There's a lot to look at, but what happens when we assume that we're the problem, when we're the reason something isn't working, we lose out on finding solutions. Now, I imagine you've already done a Google search or two for, you know, prep courses that help you study for the bar exam, for ways of approaching this, all kinds of things. I'm sure you've Googled. My question to you is, have you followed up? Have you pursued any courses? Have you hired a consultation? Have you looked at, and again, I don't know how this works or what your results, like how they show up in terms of, do they tell you what area you're weak in? Do they tell you if you did better with multiple choice? Again, I don't know anything about your test, but do you have any printout that shows you the missing pieces, where you lacked, your statistical summary for where you excelled, but then also where you struggled and, and failed. I would want to know that. 
And then I would want to find out if there's any experts that you know or that your law school might know who could help you connect and learn and prepare for this third test differently. I don't think that this is a matter of not trying your best. I hear in your letter that you're folding in the ta- you're <laughs> folding, you're throwing in the towel and you're kind of walking away because you feel like it's too hard. But if you're doing the same thing you've always done and expecting a different result, you're setting yourself up to fail. So I would wonder how much new energy have you put into trying to solve this problem? Because if you're blaming yourself, then you're going to only hold yourself accountable for learning the new information. And this just might be an area that you need some help in. Every time I've struggled with asking for help, it's because I've told myself a story that this is information or something I'm already supposed to know. It feels like admitting to not knowing it is exposing my lack of expertise. So I wonder if that's where you're at. And again, I'm making a huge story. For all I know, you've you've taken three test courses, you've been in a group study group, you've done all the things, and you're still, you know, finding yourself not working. But I... I feel like oftentimes when I get letters like yours, it's really from people who are used to being high achievers, who are used to seeing all the green lights, have everything go their way, and suddenly when it goes off kilter and it's not as they expect, they suddenly start second-guessing themselves, thinking it's not meant to be because suddenly it's hard at times when it wasn't hard. So if that's not you and that's not your story, I certainly apologize, but I am making a bit of an assumption here that you have approached this in a unilateral way, um, you're not getting the result you expect. And so now you're deciding that you or wondering if you should be walking away. I want you to remember that your ability to take a test is very different from your ability to be a lawyer. And I want you to tune into your lawyer brain for a second because your personal brain, you know, your personal brain right now is saying, I tried this, I failed. I tried it again, I failed again. And that's becoming your story. And you have all these thinking errors and all these stories you're making up about yourself as a result of this experience. What I want you to do is tune into your lawyer brain and I want you to look for the evidence. I want you to look at all of the things that you have accomplished, the setbacks you've taken, the things you've done well, the things you've done poorly in addition to the bar. So scan, like zoom out that camera lens a little bit and scan the whole big picture. Are there a lot of examples? Is there a lot of evidence that this simply isn't meant to be for you, that you're barking up the wrong tree and it's time to reconsider? consider your path because you're only giving me two examples of failure and a career path that's taken multiple years to get to this point with. So I don't trust that the evidence standing in front of you tells me the whole story and it's not telling you the whole story and it's really important for you to remember that. The next thing I want you to do is start finding the conversations online in Facebook, on Instagram, like I'm I'm sure that on Reddit comes to mind for a place, any online forum. I would want you to look at these things 
And I would want you to talk to people who have also failed the bar. I would like you to talk to people who failed the bar multiple times only to be successful on the other side. I would want you to get the whole story of what it means to fail the bar a couple of times. Because right now, you only have your story, which is only your version of events. And I know there's people who have failed that stupid test multiple times and then finally nailed it, got it out of their way, and have been incredibly successful successful. And that can be your story. You just need to learn how they did it. Figure out what worked, what didn't, and be curious. And that's really where I want to land with you today is, you know, the first thing I want you to think about is that it is God awful when we try our best and our best doesn't work. Um, it's particularly awful when you've already been studying for years and years and going to mock trial and doing all this prep and you're already exhausted and at the very end you have to take this darn test and it gets in your way when you're, you know, quarter past halfway done. Like, I get it. You're tired. You're probably out of gas, but you can't let your mental state affect a decision that's going to chart your future. So I want you to check in with your to recognize that after, like, I think the bars once a year, right? I don't know how that works either. But my guess is you've at least been studying for the stupid test for two years now. So you're tired, you're downtrodden, you're exhausted, you're losing hope. But that doesn't tell the whole story. Be the lawyer. Look for the evidence. See how much of a case, in addition to the bar exam, you can make that there's signs that's proof positive that it's time to walk away. Because my guess is you're not going to find much other than that test. Every time I've struggled with asking for help, it's because I've told myself a story that this is information or something I'm already supposed to know. It feels like admitting to not knowing it is exposing my lack of expertise. So I wonder if that's where you're at. And again, I'm making a huge story. For all I know, you've you've taken three test courses, you've been in a group study group, you've done all the things, and you're still, you know, finding yourself not working. But I... I feel like oftentimes when I get letters like yours, it's really from people who are used to being high achievers, who are used to seeing all the green lights, have everything go their way, and suddenly when it goes off kilter and it's not as they expect, they suddenly start second-guessing themselves, thinking it's not meant to be because suddenly it's hard at times when it wasn't hard. So if that's not you and that's not your story, I certainly apologize, but I am making a bit of an assumption here that you have approached this in a unilateral way, um, you're not getting the result you expect. And so now you're deciding that you or wondering if you should be walking away. I want you to remember that your ability to take a test is very different from your ability to be a lawyer. And I want you to tune into your lawyer brain for a second because your personal brain, you know, your personal brain right now is saying, I tried this, I failed. I tried it again, I failed again. And that's becoming your story. And you have all these thinking errors and all these stories you're making up about yourself as a result of this experience. What I want you to do is tune into your lawyer brain and I want you to 
look for the evidence. I want you to look at all of the things that you have accomplished, the setbacks you've taken, the things you've done well, the things you've done poorly in addition to the bar. So scan, like zoom out that camera lens a little bit and scan the whole big picture. Are there a lot of examples? Is there a lot of evidence that this simply isn't meant to be for you, that you're barking up the wrong tree and it's time to reconsider your path because you're only giving me two examples of failure and a career path that's taken multiple years to get to this point with. So I don't trust that the evidence standing in front of you tells me the whole story and it's not telling you the whole story and it's really important for you to remember that. The next thing I want you to do is start finding the conversations online in Facebook, on Instagram, like I'm, I'm sure that on Reddit comes to mind for a place, any online forum. I would want you to look at these things and I would want you to talk to people who have also failed the bar. I would like you to talk to people who failed the bar multiple times only to be successful on the other side. I would want you to get the whole story of what it means to fail the bar a couple of times. Because right now, you only have your story, which is only your version of events. And I know there's people who have failed that stupid test multiple times and then finally nailed it, got it out of their way, and have been incredibly successful successful. And that can be your story. You just need to learn how they did it. Figure out what worked, what didn't, and be curious. And that's really where I want to land with you today is, you know, the first thing I want you to think about is that it is God awful when we try our best and our best doesn't work. Um, it's particularly awful when you've already been studying for years and years and going to mock trial and doing all this prep and you're already exhausted and at the very end you have to take this darn test and it gets in your way when you're, you know, quarter past halfway done. Like, I get it. You're tired. You're probably out of gas, but you can't let your mental state affect a decision that's going to chart your future. So I want you to check in with yourself. To recognize that after, like, I think the bars once a year, right? I don't know how that works either. But my guess is you've at least been studying for the stupid test for two years now. So you're tired, you're downtrodden, you're exhausted, you're losing hope. But that doesn't tell the whole story. Be the lawyer. Look for the evidence. See how much of a case, in addition to the bar exam, you can make that there's signs that's proof positive that it's time to walk away. Because my guess is you're not going to find much other than that test. I'm wondering how much time you gave yourself to grieve after those two tests. After you tried your best and your best didn't work, did you allow yourself a pity party? Did you allow yourself to cry in your beer, drown yourself in a pile of ice cream, or just take a break from all things law for a while? Or did you just put your head down and start grinding it out and trying again? Because if you haven't done some sort of release, some sort of grieving process, some sort of release of the tension and stress that come from the two prior attempts of trying your best and your best not working, like you're exhausted. You're also probably, if you're anything like me, a little pissed off. Um, and if you haven't released yourself of that energy, if you haven't let go of that piece, you're carrying it with you now. And it's like a dead weight that's dragging you down 
slowing you down, making you trip and fall. So I want to make sure that you really are getting rid of that because part of dusting yourself, getting back up and dusting yourself back off is getting rid of the dead weight that you've had so far. And I would want to make sure you've done that. Once you're clear of the dead weight and you really do feel like you've accepted that this has happened, you've mourned that you tried your best and your best didn't work right away, then the next thing I'd like you to do is be curious, to do the research, to ask around and see what other perspectives people have, what people are, you know, sort of recommending to you given your situation, what programs or courses you might try, and see if you're willing to invest in yourself one more time. You're not investing in a new study course. You're not investing in a new tutor. You are investing in yourself and the life you want. Because you probably, if you're asking me, you still want it a little bit. If you didn't want it, you wouldn't be asking. You don't know me from Adam. You've never heard of me and you're reaching out to me for advice. So my guess is you are in a place where you could just use somebody who says it's possible. And my guess is your friend has already told you that. You just don't believe your friend, so that's how you found yourself in my inbox. But let me tell you, it's possible. There are so many people who have failed that test more than twice and have been successful lawyers. There are people who have figured out why they weren't successful, acknowledged the missing pieces, went back, fixed it, gotten better, and nailed it. You have to be curious as to what's been going wrong so far and fix that. Rather than putting your energy on what you're doing wrong, where you're not successful, how you haven't shown up for yourself. You got to recognize that this isn't entirely about you. This is just about your ability to do this singular test. So don't make it any bigger than it is. Figure out what might be going wrong, what you could try instead, and then ask yourself what you need to get motivated to do those things. Because if you are quarter past done, fried to the point of non-existence and feel completely burned out from it, we got to fill up your gas tank a little bit. And that might mean that you take a round off from trying for the bar and you go get a job that's easier and takes less brain space. I have no idea how you would fill that, but you, you got to get to the place where you're open and curious to trying again. Be curious about what hasn't worked. Look at what your options are for fixing those missing pieces and then go back to it. And then along the way, as you do it, you can periodically check in with yourself and ask yourself, given that it's going this way, given that this is becoming my journey, do I still want this? Is this still the version of events that I want my life to be? Even though I'm taking the long way, do I still want this dream? Do I still believe that I can help this town? Then then go for it and evaluate yourself and make the decision. But don't make that decision from a burnt out, miserable, pissed off, resentful place. Look it in the eye, look everything involved, and just do a gut check with yourself. Do you still have it? And your behavior of reaching out to me, asking for help, it tells me you absolutely do. You just might not be sure of how, and that's okay, because the how is the part you can figure out. 
I really want to thank you for taking a chance on me by sending this question my way. You don't know me from Adam, and you took a chance. And I really i am just grateful for the privilege and the opportunity to help. I hope that my two cents have helped you, and I hope you've gotten a new perspective, a new way of looking at this. Again, you really do just need to zoom that lens out a little bit to look at the whole picture. But, you know, I also hope you stick with me and continue listening to the show because uh, you're going to be a visitor business owner someday. Um, I'm going to hedge my bets and say so. Um, Thanks for joining me today. Thanks to everyone else for listening in. If you have a question that you would like uh, my eyeballs on, definitely send it my way. You can uh, do it just as our listener did today. You can find me over at heather at choosetohaveitall.com. Let me know what's going on for you, where you're struggling, what your question is, and I'll happily give you my take on it. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm not going to be doing a show tomorrow, but I will be back in your earbuds on Friday. Thanks so much for talking to me today. Bye for now.